You have to try this. Okay, just a bite. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Social Takeout. Small bites of social discussion. So like always, we'd really appreciate it if you would do us a favor and give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We post lots of extra content there, so it's definitely worthwhile. Yeah. (laughs) So today's topic takes us back, well, at least me, way back. (laughs) We are talking about religion. Dun, dun, dun. Um, Yeah, I don't know why I put this, you know my name is Jewish in the Bible, (laughs) here. That was supposed to be a random fact. But yes, do you know that my name is Jewish and it's biblical? Isn't that most names? Is your name in the Bible? Yes, Jeremiah. Is your name Jeremiah? (laughs) It's a version of Jeremiah. Anyways, It's a better version of it. I'm going to need some receipts on that. (laughs) It was a weeping prophet. Like he Uh cried for other people and prayed for them. It's very much related to like my soul. You're a liar, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what religion were you raised in though? Um, I was raised in a non-denominational black church, Covenant Life Church. Mm-hmm. And uh, every Sunday, my sister and I would protest. <laughs> we didn't want to go um, because it was like an all-day thing. Like, church started at 8. And yeah. then, like, the service wasn't finished until maybe 11. Oh, and God. then there were yeah. just, like... Sunday school and all of these activities and we were there until like 4 or 5 p.m. and we just hated it so much. I can imagine, yeah. Yeah, so like finally when I was maybe 12, um, we didn't have to go every Sunday and it was just like so You had the choice? (laughs) Uh, well, my sister is seven years older than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and so oh. she had the choice and then I was just like, well, if she's not going, I'm not going. <laughs> but the young like, ones always get away with stuff. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, she was so mad about it too. <laughs> but, um, but so when I was around 10, one of my mother's siblings converted to Judaism and she lived right around the corner and then eventually moved in with my grandmother right next door. Um, mm-hmm. So we would have Shabbat dinner on Fridays and um, then brunch on Saturdays for a number of years. Um, so it was kind of this weird mix of like <laughs> black church and Judaism. Um, Interesting. Yeah. And then so, okay, this is, I'm rambling, but here we are. Um <laughs> Yeah, when I was like 15 or 16, I joined a youth group that all of my friends went to. Like, I say all, and I mean all three of them. Um, <laughs> uh, and so all the after, saved ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all three of us. Um, <laughs> and so after that, I started going to Presbyterian church and then uh, like singing in churches after that, like mm. for money. <laughs> So. Yeah, well, that would motivate anyone, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> then I was like, church every Sunday, showing up for the paycheck. You walk in and you're like, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, yes. Probably um, while if... you're on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I am not saying that never happened. <laughs> Some church boys are cute. Um, I mean, it's true. I, no. If we're being honest, that's really why I started going to youth club. <laughs> Uh, but what about you, Jeremy? What religion were you raised in? Oh, God. 
Uh, I was brought up in a sect of Christianity who called themselves the Brethren. Um, <laughs> so I know it already sounds a little <laughs> creepy, right? Yeah. <laughs> so more specifically, a sector within the Brethren called Kerala Brethren. So Brethren actually is all over the world. It's like a small little denomination within the Christian sort of mm-hmm. I'm Googling you know, it world. Now. Yeah. <laughs> but Kerala Brethren is specifically from Kerala, which is the southern part of India, a small little okay. area. So it's a whole nother level of a cult. <laughs> so are there child marriages? Uh, they would be okay with it. Okay, let me get to that. So I did some research on this topic uh, for this, um, what to say, um, podcast. And it was so eye-opening for me because when you are brought up in this religion, you think everything is normal. Like, you know, everyone has similar experiences in religion, things like that. But the moment I saw names of people on Wikipedia who are the founders and change agents of this so-called quote-unquote quote, movement... Um, and either my parents or I have actually met these people and interacted mm-hmm. with them. Like, it's not like so far, you know, like Jesus, <laughs> it's, right. it's like these people are like, we hang out with them. Uh, I started to quickly realize maybe I was part of the cult just because uh, of the fact that these are the people who made the rules. Absolutely. This sounds definitely like a cult. I listen to so much true crime. Yeah. That is definitely a cult. <laughs> <laughs> What yes. is it? One of the one of the podcasts I listen to, it's like TikTok cult o'clock or something like that. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> That's a cult. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so what else about this quote unquote movement was cultish? So there was a thing like w- pe- women especially are not allowed to wear colors. They're supposed to wear white all the time, not just in church, <laughs> just in general. And you're talking okay. about Indian women. Indian women love color. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, like almost blinding colors, <laughs> but they were not allowed to wear. So when you see someone in the streets wearing all white saris and stuff like that, you immediately mm-hmm. go, oh, they're part of the brethren. Oh, so that God. was one. And then uh, no jewelry. So my mom, for example, to this day, does not have like, ears pierced, nothing, because jewelry mm-hmm. is considered to be worldly. So just but like... Isn't, that, isn't jewelry like culturally important in India? Yeah, but these are also people who think that culture is like, Satan's way of running <laughs> sort oh, of idea. Okay. Uh, also, no TV or anything worldly, so I can't listen to like Beyonce and stuff. <laughs> Definitely not Beyonce. It's enough for me. <laughs> exactly. Also, we never, we, I grew up with no birthdays, no Easter or Christmas. So that's why to this day when people okay. say things like, oh, how, your Christmas must have been great. I'm like, I have no great Christmas memories as Wait a child a because we didn't celebrate so, it. So then. What was the basis of this religion if it wasn't like Christ and celebrating Christmas and possibly Easter? Because the whole idea is that, uh, oh, Christ, the date does not make sense to them, first of all. They think it's not the actual date. I mean, Christmas at the end of the day is not actually the day Jesus was born. This is very true. We celebrated in December because when the church was trying to get everybody to convert to Christianity... They yeah. had to because pagans had winter solstice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so they were th- like, that's their that. that's their sort of claim on it. And on top of that, it's like we are just waiting for the arrival of Jesus, like the second coming. So him being born and just coming as a man on earth has no significance to us. It's like we're still arriving. We're preparing. It sounds more and more creepy. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, this too. sounds really creepy. Yeah. And so, just like you, like there was a lot of gatherings. Um, mm-hmm. So for, for us, it was like three to four gra- gatherings a week. 
so mm. our calendar in a week is revolved around it. Also, we didn't we didn't call it church. It was not called church. It was called an assembly. There were no pastors or priests. There it was run by elders. So you sometimes get big. Is what yeah. I'm hearing. So um, it could be completely like um, corrupt elders do at certain churches. I mean assemblies. Okay. <laughs> so to me, this sounds like, uh, and I mean worse as in more restrictive than. Yeah. Um, Jehovah's Witness. I think so too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because they're they're very much like no birthday celebrations, but they celebrate Christmas like they no, celebrate yes. Easter. <laughs> you know. <laughs> they don't even celebrate New Year's Eve because it's like yeah. a worldly thing. So yeah. the whole idea is you just live according to the Bible sort of idea. It's a whole so, nother level of cult. But <laughs> so like uh Growing up, I had a godmother. Her name is Daisy. She's still around. I um, actually talked to her recently. But so she's all about going to church every day of the week. Like Monday's Bible study and Tuesday is praying for people affected by hurricanes. And Wednesday is something else, you know. Um, And I remember just randomly... As a kid, I asked my mom, like, what, what, who am I going to live with if you die? Like, (laughs) I don't know why I asked her that, but like, if anything happens to you, who am I going to live with? And she was like, Daisy. And I was like, oh, please, no. Can you please send me to Annie? Like, please, I just don't want to go to church 24 7. Only die after I have my own place. (laughs) I know. I was like, please, don't make me go to church every single day of the goddamn week. That's hilarious. (laughs) Okay, so we've established that you grew up in a cult, and I think we need to get into that, like, in the Patreon. Yes. (laughs) Um, For sure, I have questions. But um, so, like, with that background in history, what is your stance on religion? Um, I have no problem with religion. In fact, I have a problem with people who say that religion is just, you know, bullshit and Mm -hmm. people are just stupid for thinking that there is a god just because of the fact that sometimes saying that is also denying a person's culture yeah absolutely Uh, for example the first nations in canada uh i say first nations because that's what we call them in canada Mm -hmm. i know you call them uh native or indigenous i don't know yeah um they have an incredible relationship with the land and water it's so beautiful to see but it's all rooted with their belief system um Mm -hmm. so just because of that but me personally, <laughs> I would consider myself agnostic, uh, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> okay. um, it's because I was brought up in this extremely religious sort of environment, and even saying that God does not exist, it's like enough of a reason for you to burn in eternal flames of hell. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, basically, atheists were like Satan's kids. That's the way you're brought up. Like, how can you not know that God is a real thing? Sure. Uh, so today, even though my brain tells me that there may not be a God, my past religious studies, I think it's a form of brainwashing, won't mm-hmm. let me even fathom the idea of this absence of this omnipresent power that has to be there. Okay, so, so you're yeah. brainwashed. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And that takes a long time to like get it out of my system. I mean, it's, I'm getting better at it, <laughs> but sure. it'll take some more time. Well, how about you, though? What's your stance in religion? I'm curious to know. Um, so like personally for myself, I, 
Hmm. I, <laughs> I have my own very personal like belief system. I believe there's something. I don't believe it's like an actual person who's concerned with like the intricacies of every individual's life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I do think that like organized religion helps a lot of people who need it. Sure. Um, I also think that it isn't for everyone. Just from what I saw growing up, I was very turned off by religion because I saw quote unquote religious people around me having this sort of like performative external way of being religious um mm-hmm. so like boasting about how like holy or close to god they are or like speaking in tongues which i find so obnoxious like if you feel it you feel it fine like i'm not going to tell anyone how to live or like what to believe in but just for me that seemed really disingenuous when those same people would turn around and like gossip about each other and I saw them being just horrible to each other and Mm -hmm. like shunning people and um, just not living the way that they said their faith dictated. Um, So I, I realized that a lot of people are, are not choosing their religion. They just are that because um, that's how they were raised and they were, um, told to choose this as a child or like they were baptized as a baby which in my opinion is absolutely meaningless (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. like you can't commit your life to a religion before you can actually have coherent thought you know um so for me that's a little that weirds me out but then at the same time um for a while i really wanted to be part of a close knit community um and so i thought of converting to a number of different religions like i said one of my mom's siblings converted to judaism so there were always like people of different faiths around me Mm -hmm. um so like growing up so it wasn't um it didn't feel strange to consider converting to another religion but uh Ultimately, I didn't because I figured like belief in God, in the God that they presented should be like a requirement, you know? They probably wouldn't even let you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Basically. Um, But then like... They're like, nope. (laughs) Nope. Get out. You asked too many questions. I definitely got kicked out of Sunday school as a kid. So it's not outside of the realm of possibility. (laughs) Um. But all of that said, I do think that organized religious groups, so religious in quotes, um, can cause a lot of damage. So like think of conversion therapy or if you've watched the the movie um, Jesus Camp, which like follows this um, camp of young children who are basically being indoctrinated. Mm -hmm. Um, And then like even just... Typical black churches are very judgmental and (laughs) narrow-minded while being the thing that they're, you know, casting judgment on. So for me, organized religion religion is not not my thing. But then all of that uh, hasn't even touched on, like, so-called religious groups that are actively dangerous dangerous and physically violent so you know (laughs) i mean that's kind of where i am (laughs) have you had any positive religious experiences like personally in sense that you feel like you're a changed person today 
because of religion or something that the way you think today is because of religion? Um, Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I have that feeling yeah. when I uh, meditate, when I'm at the gym, when I'm really like sitting in thought. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've never had that experience in a church. You yeah. Know? Um, but I will say that I have met, uh, a number of really wonderful religious people who, um, basically practice what they preach, you know? Um, yeah. and, and those people I'd say made more of an impression than actually going to church. <laughs> a little bit of a tangent on this. Um, uh-huh. I've met that too, because my positive experience was when I was living in London, I was extremely lonely and I mm-hmm. started going to this church called Hillsong. Which is mm. this Pentecostal <laughs> sort you of love yeah. those cults. I know. <laughs> I mean, th- believe me, Hillsong was like extremely progressive compared it's to like where I came from. Light. <laughs> Ex- yeah, exactly. It's like, oh my god, they sing. They can move because you're not allowed to sing and dance in yeah. um, the Brethren sort of world. You're supposed to wear white. They're like dressed up, and there's like rock music. I was like, this is awesome. And I even yeah. sang for the band for some time, but <laughs> I did not understand the idea of tongues. Oh, and I remember yeah. this girl who, uh, I'm not going to name her, because I'm still friends with her in some way, shape, or form through Facebook. Um, she's the one that actually took me to this church, and she's this very sweet little girl, and she was standing right next to me, and then I saw a hand go up, you know, when mm-hmm. the praise was happening, and yeah. I put my hand up too awkwardly. <laughs> You're like, slowly <laughs> raising your hand, I know, like, around. okay, I guess I have to do this. Do I need to do this? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, she starts to talk in tongues like like whatever and I'm like I guess I have to do this too <laughs> and I actually did it yeah see I never felt the need to comply which always made me a bit of an outsider um, but I will say about Hillsong one of my friends came to visit Berlin and we went to service with her and it's like a really welcoming environment it is. Um, and I can see how like um because it's all over the world and like there are different pastors and um you know structures to each individual oh yeah group and so i could see how um that it's could be helpful for people very alluring especially in new to town so yeah yeah they catch you in the streets by the way really <laughs> yeah so i did that for some time <laughs> but but you know what i really do think that like things like this help people sometimes you know it like did help maybe me. that was what you needed at that point exactly so that's that was my positive out of the religion thing because uh it did help me and i yeah. immediately got this community of friends and we hung out all the time we yeah. prayed and sang which is so weird it's kind of like you and me hanging out and we have to pray every single time we meet okay so, yeah so it, that sort of <laughs> relationship yeah. with friends that i had there um but me, yeah they were so positive for me, like as long as you're an adult, as long as you're you're fully aware of what's going on, and there are no child marriages, I'm yeah, cool with it. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so before we go on, like just a tangent, um, I grew up on a street that had a Jehovah's Witness church at the end of the block, mm-hmm. and um, so every Sunday <laughs> we would have these people come knocking at the door. You know, have you met Jesus Christ? And um, I don't open the door. I know, but like I opened the door one time because I I literally hadn't experienced it before. Like I didn't know what was happening. And it was these two ladies. 
I think it was like their names were Rose and Violet or Viola or something like that. But they were so nice and just like they weren't even talking about Jesus. They were just happy that someone opened the door and would like talk to them. <laughs> They're like, um, what? I know. We never, we never prepared for this part. <laughs> Basically, but they were just so nice and they actually lived on the street. So they were our neighbors and... um I think maybe I was maybe 15 or 16 when I met them. And my mother was so mad. She was like, why did you open the door? But I have to tell you, they sent me care packages in college. They like kept up with me to see what was going on with my singing. It sounds like grooming. (laughs) Well, but so that's the thing. They like, they're always like, if you ever want to come to church, you're welcome. And that was it, you know? Yeah. 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 But it, it wasn't like, you know... It is so, isn't Jehovah's Witness also, like, their mission is to recruit as many people, not recruit, oh god, that sounds horrible, like, to get as many people as possible to the Lord sort of idea. I guess so. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. Wouldn't know. I never went to one of their services. (laughs) (laughs) So now that we've actually talked about all the positives that we have experienced, which is, like, almost none, (laughs) let's talk about... The worst part <laughs> about religion. So, um, religion has definitely been the cause for many wars, many fights, a lot of deaths. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Do you have something to say about that from like your experience or what you've seen or what you've been taught about or whatever? Yeah. So, you okay? I don't know. Oh. First, let me start by saying that like. My grandmother and her sister lived very close by growing up. Like, my grandma lived right next door. They were born in, like, 1918 and 1920. So, like, these old-ass black southern women, (laughs) you know, (laughs) were the ones who, like, sort of raised me during my, you know, childhood and youth. Um, But so their perspective was very different than, like, I would say the typical Californian. Um... But just hearing from them, like, about the KKK, you know, and that being a religious group, like, technically, they're a Christian organization. And um, just from the things that they said, uh, you know, where they grew up, there were whole congregations of white people who were Klan's members, Mm -hmm. you know. So it's like, on the one hand, you're saying you're Christian and embrace love and lead a Christ life like and then on the other hand you're burning crosses on black people's lawns because you hate them you it's know. because Jesus was white Sarai oh oh <laughs> right yes blonde hair and blue eyed how how could I be so stupid <laughs> thanks for clearing that up um <laughs> yeah uh so like that to me is like ooh cuz that's also part of christianity you know yeah. okay according to an article on splcenter.com org .org thank you <laughs> um kkk members um believe the bible is the family history of the white race i don't know how the fuck they got there but fine um <laughs> Fine, whatever. They believe that white Christians are morally and spiritually superior to other races and that the Old Testament's 12 tribes of Israel represent the origins of the white race. I 
Anglo-Saxons, I'm not saying all of those things, I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, <laughs> their beliefs advocate that God created other races as, quote, mud people who have beast-like roles and lower standing to white men. They condemn race mixing and Jews. Hmm. who they perceive as enemies of God. Um, I guess because they killed Jesus, which is a common theme I heard uh, yeah. when singing for Episcopal churches and uh, Catholic uh, cantering at Catholic masses. But mm-hmm. it's like, um, okay, first of all, how do you get white people in the Middle East? How do you get there? <laughs> how did that... I like, Haven't you seen the Jesus movies? Make this make sense. Oh, so you remember when we were at my mother-in-law's house yes. talking? I don't even remember how this got started, but we were like, we want to see like a really dark depiction of Jesus, like dark skinned, you know? Yeah. And she was like, oh, we had one. We had one. And they pulled it. She pulled out her phone and Googled it and showed us this white Italian man. <laughs> Like, but he has dark he, skin. I was he's like, dark. What? He has black hair, and I was like, "This is not what we're talking about." <laughs> we mean actually Middle Eastern or African. You're going from blonde to brunette does not make you a different. Exactly. We're like that's not what it, that's not what I mean. Um, I found that to be hilarious. It was super funny. Mm-hmm. We just looked at each other. And we we're like, "Is this actually happening?" <laughs> Didn't we just say dark? Like. <laughs> Anyway, uh, this sounds like a bunch of nonsense um, created by people who A, don't know any black people um, and have to cling to something to feel superior. You know, it's like, this isn't based in fact. Yeah, they like to use, especially in America, I feel a lot of people feel like they're living in a Christian country or it was a Christian country. It's not. This, yeah, and this idea that we want it to be a Christian country again, and that's a reason why we're anti-immigration, yeah, anti immigration, anti all these cultures. A country. It wasn't, yeah, but no. a lot of people think that. <laughs> the United States was founded on the belief that everyone should be able to practice their own religious beliefs without exactly. uh, discrimination, basically. Like, yeah. they got kicked out of other countries because they <laughs> believed something weird, so they're not going to come to the U.S., I mean, exactly. what is now the U.S., <laughs> and oh. discriminate based on religion. doesn't make any sense. I can't with these people. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's not just in the U.S. as well. If you look back in history where the Nazis, um, mm-hmm. they also based, they're very much based on religion as well. For example, neo-Nazis believe the swastika has biblical origins dating back to the time of Adam. So according to the Aryan nation's literature, which is garbage. Aryan. 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 (laughs) It's an accent. (laughs) The swastika (laughs) represents a revolving resurrection cross and the promise of the Messiah, which was fulfilled in Jesus Christ's death on the cross. This was actually weird to me because... Let me tell you, when I see a white man with a big ass uh, tattoo of a cross, I'm like, what kind of cross is that? What, why do you have that? <laughs> oh, like, is, is, are you you racist? think there's a cross with a <laughs> blood drop or something on it? I don't <laughs> so know. Like, yeah. I, I'm just like, what kind of cross is it? Like, <laughs> are you cool with black people? What's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is funny to me because like I always thought this I did not know the swastika actually came, was had a biblical origin because if you I go don't to think India apparently according to the according to the neo-nazis yeah. yeah let's yeah. not let's not take them on their word okay 
uh, I'm almost like 80% certain it doesn't. <laughs> no, because like the swastika is, a, it's not exactly the same swastika. It's like inverted. It's a big thing in Hindu religion. So yeah. when my friends from Germany visited India, and I was there with them, and they saw these signs like everywhere. They draw these signs on the floor, like in the front of the house every morning. They're like, yeah, but what the fuck is happening in this country? Different, right? It's slightly different. But yeah. you immediately look at it, you don't really realize it. It's like, it's like a tilted version of it. <laughs> and they were just like, oh my God, is this where the swastika came from? A lot of Germans themselves don't know where exactly it came from. I should do some research on this, though. Yeah. Well, why don't you get back to us on that? Because I'm not going to take the Aryan yeah. Nations literature but, but as the Ar- fact. But the Aryan Nations literature also thinks, you know, that whole Hill Hitler sign, like put the hand up in the air sort of thing? Yeah. That was like the white race thing to acknowledge God in the heavens and our dependence on him. So mm-hmm. this whole thing is based around religion, first of all. And also, if you really think about it, in his first speech as chancellor, Hitler acknowledged the central role that Christianity played in Germany. For me, like the first time I visited here, I I saw like the first time I visited Austria and Germany, I saw just the sheer number of um, churches and cathedrals and um, different religious spaces in mm-hmm like one city and I was like there's no way that if the Catholic Church had said what is happening is wrong yeah. you know and we have to fight against it that the people would have just gone gone with it I mean yeah. that was that was my initial um thought process when I first visited this country but um I don't know I I can't really speak to that because I'm not an authority <laughs> No, because if you really think about it, like the Nazis also made an agreement with the Vatican at that point, saying that they mm-hmm. would not interfere with the Catholic Church. They inter- <laughs> they ended up doing it, I believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In return, the Vatican would diplomatically, like you know, recognize a Nazi regime. So basically, in a way, giving the okay to murder six million Jews. Yeah. So <laughs> okay, we've got the KKK who murdered mil. Um, I mean, you can't say millions of black people because as an organized institution they weren't around for that long but yeah like transatlantic slavery and white supremacy yeah rooted in christianity exactly (laughs) which seems to be what all of this is exactly so we can say that religion in general but it's not just christianity there's many other religions Mm -hmm. too and a lot of wars actually broke out around the world based on religion yeah and a lot of people died for that (laughs) <laughs> Wasn't there like a Hindu Islamic in war? India? Yeah, in India, oh, all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's okay. not just like a one war thing. <laughs> it's like all the time. <laughs> it's uh, because there are parties like um, diplomatic parties, like uh, the BJP, for example, which is like they call it Bharat Janata Party, which means like the People's Party, and that's a Hindu mm-hmm. party. And then they are fighting with the Muslims. They want the Muslims to get out of the country. Like, this happens everywhere. And it's all based around religion. Basically, sorry, this is a downer. Religion is terrible, is what we're saying. (laughs) Um, Just in our opinion, like, we fully acknowledge that it helps some people. There are people who are good. Do you think it does more harm than good? Yes. Yeah, I do too. Yes. Um, there was a church that I sang for in Philadelphia. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say which one, but oh shit, there are two of them that did some shady ass <laughs> shit. Okay, so the first one, they closed their free daycare center in a really poor area of Philadelphia because they were making new offices for themselves. Um, so it was like you're providing a service to the community of free daycare, which is really, really needed in this poor area of Philadelphia, and you're closing mm-hmm. it to make new offices and you're not turning your old offices into a daycare center. Um, Mm. So like for me, that was when I was like, I got to find a new church job, (laughs) you know, like that just didn't sit well with me. And then another church also in Philadelphia that I sang for. um, And if I could have afforded to, I would have quit right there. Um, There was this homeless person who came in um, the, it was raining out. It was very cold. They came in. They very clearly had some sort of mental health problems. Mm. Um, and they were, they were disruptive. Um, they asked them to stop. They, they tried, you know, but they were continuing to be disruptive, but like not in a way that, um, made it impossible to go on with the service. Like, it was almost like they had Tourette's or something, you know, mm-hmm. um, where they weren't in control of, of what was coming out of their mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, for me, ignore them, you yeah. know. What did they Just, do? They called the police on this person oh and God. had them removed. Yeah. And I was Very like. Very church-like, isn't it? Are you ki- Yeah, exactly. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> this, it was just unreal. At that moment, I was like, yeah, okay, this de- this religion is definitely not for me. Yeah. yeah. I was kicked out of church. My parents were because of me. So oh, wow. <laughs> I'll tell you more about that on the Patreon. Yeah. Well, why don't we switch to that now? Because yes. I want to hear that. And also, I want to tell you about the time where I was almost kidnapped by Scientologists. What? <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course I got kidnapped by <laughs> Absolutely, one hundred percent real. My mom will back me up. <laughs> awesome. All right, so let's switch to our Patreon. I'm excited yes. to hear these stories. I'm able to tell you my stories. <laughs> yeah, excited to hear it. Um, so everyone, thank you for listening. Please go switch to our Patreon feed uh, if you are a Patreon member. Um, like and review us on Apple Podcasts. What else? Um, yeah, like us on Facebook, Instagram, and yeah, see you next week, I guess. What are we talking about? Oh, maybe I'll say that on Patreon. Uh, yeah, let's save it on Patreon, because I don't yeah. know off the top of my head. <laughs> okay, All right. everyone. All right. Okay, <laughs> bye. bye. bye.